Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast, coming to you live from the Upper West Side, New York City, where we blow up the news on a verbal scale. I am your host, Ephraim Guzman, and my guest today, she is the co-founder of the Suicide Girls multimedia platform. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Missy. Missy, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. I'm very good. Usually everybody, like, with one word, is awesome. Like, Prince, Missy. So you're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, basically, um, well, you know, your, your, um, Suicide Girls, the website is just, it's, it's, it's whole media, because, you know, you have games, DVDs, magazines, comic books. Um, how did, how did you get started with this? How does this whole thing came together? Well, um, we started in 2001, so 14 years ago, wow. um, as a place to celebrate beautiful women who choose not to fit into the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Um. And we created our little corner of the internet where outsiders could congregate and be appreciated for being themselves. It started because, you know, I thought the women that I knew were some of the most beautiful in the world, um, but they weren't anywhere, they weren't being celebrated anywhere in in media as such. Um, You know, girls with piercings and tattoos and crazy colored hair, girls with, you know, something uh, who, who chose to live life by their own, the beat of their own drummer. I thought that they deserved to be celebrated, and, um, you know, here we are 14 years later, and uh, other people seem to agree. Mm-hmm. What was your inspiration for that? Like, did you have an epiphany one day and said, you know, I, I want to do this? Like, how did that come into your mind? Um, I was looking through photos. I found, I came across these photos of Betty Page that Bunny Yeager had shot, mm-hmm. um, and there was just something so beautiful, and, um, and natural and confident about a woman shooting another woman nude mm-hmm. um, that, you know, she just came through as, like, just so natural and confident. And so I wanted to shoot my friends with the same sort of uh, confidence and respect and, and see what I got. And when I got the images back, I realized that they had so much more to share than just their image. Um, so I wanted to create um, a place online where they could uh, share their thoughts and feelings with the world. Mm-hmm. And back in 2001, that was before MySpace or Twitter or Friendster or Facebook or Instagram or Periscope or any of that. And so um, the biggest flack that I got was not because of the nudity. It was because people were like, nobody's ever going to want to share their thoughts and feelings online. Um, it's way too vulnerable. There's way too much. It's way too much information out there. People aren't going to want to have that, that, you know, every detail of their lives online. Um, and, uh, turns out that people do, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, and, um, that was really, uh, you know, having the, creating the community aspect of it, uh, has really been the most remarkable part of, of starting Suicide Girls, because you get to meet like-minded people from around the world, people who share your interests, whether it be, you know, music or cooking or, uh, obscure Japanese comic books. Um, you know, there, there's a group and, um, 
and people from around the world that, that, that want to talk about it. And we've had hundreds of couples meet on the site and get married, dozens of babies that have been born because their parents met on Suicide Girls. Wow. Yeah, thousands of businesses and bands that have been started and countless friendships. So take me back to the embryonic stages. How did you get the girls or did they, like, did you put an ad out for the girls? Like, the, how, how did it all come about? Um, well, it started with friends of mine. Okay. Um, girls who, who I'd known for for various lengths of time, um, some, you know, childhood friends, some, uh, girls who, you know, my neighbor was the first suicide girl and then, um, friends of friends. And as it started to grow, um, it started to, to sort of take on a life of its own where, you know, like it was a friend of a friend and a friend of a friend of a friend. And, you know, suddenly I just had people coming at me and we took out one ad in the, um, in the, the local weekly paper. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, got some girls there, and now we get over 30,000 applications a year from women around the world. 30,000 applications? Yep. Wow, that's amazing, that's phenomenal. It seems like almost girls probably now want to get tattoos and, you know, sign up just so they can be probably on the site now. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have uh, hundreds, almost probably thousands of people who have the logo tattooed on their body now. Wow. Wow. See, it's it's amazing because you know people put Batman in their body. Now they put you know you know it's, it's got to be flattering you know to you know having like fans you know you know, brand themselves which are which are brand and everything. It must be phenomenal. Yeah, it's incredibly it's incredibly rewarding to be able to have created something that people feel so connected to and feel like such part of their life that they want to document it on their body. Yeah. How has the um, Suicide Girls changed your life? What is so special about um, the whole website and everything for you? It's changed my life in, in ways that, like, I never had a job that lasted more than 14 months before, and so to do something for 14 years is, um, I don't know, it's, it's quite a change for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but at the same time, I've been doing it for 14 years, so it's yeah. hard to see the, the, the changes. I mean, I think the most rewarding thing to me is, you know, creating something. I get emails uh, every week from women or every day from women around the world who uh, who thank me for starting Suicide Girls, who say that they never felt beautiful until they found Suicide Girls and they saw girls that looked like them being celebrated as being beautiful and feeling and, and the confidence that the women exude through, through their images. So, I mean, that's super humbling and, has, and life-changing and um, it's been an amazing, uh, journey. I know, like, you know, it's, it's, it's an amazing journey, and you, basically, the whole website is, is crossed over to comics, and, you know, comic cons, and everything like that. How did all that come about, from just being, just having girls on the site with pictures? Like, how did, how did everything branched out to different media platforms? You know, it's all evolved quite a quite organically. Um, you know, the Comic-Con started because uh, the girls were comic book fans and they wanted to go to the conventions and so we asked if we could get a booth at some of them and, um, and they started to get, we started to get booths and we started to um, have, you know, presence at, at various Comic-Cons and, um, and uh, tattoo conventions and, um, and people started to expect us to be there. And we, you know, we had girls emailing us like months in advance, like, "Can we please, please come out to this Comic Con and work it or do whatever?" 
Um, and so that, that started, and then um, Cameron Stewart, who was, uh, or I guess it was Steve, um, this is us, Steve Niles, who was a friend of one of the girls who they met at a Comic-Con. Um, he's the author of 40 Days of Night. Mm-hmm. He was like, he came to the office with her, and he was like, you guys need to do a comic book. Let me write it for you. And so um, we uh, we worked together on the comic book, and um, Cameron Stewart, who had met one of the other girls through through a different Comic-Con, um, had uh, did, did the covers for it, and, um, you know, so that's, that's kind of how that all came about, the comic book. Mm-hmm. Um, just through meeting people and um, and just through the girl's interest and you know who doesn't want a comic book I mean, that's, that's yeah, sort that's... of the most uh, badass sort of geeky thing that you can possibly do is have your own comic book right yeah that that is definitely true or be a video game character or action figure either or <laughs> we are too we're oh, also yeah. video game characters um the uh what is it? Um, American McGee um, put us in his comic book or his his video game. Oh wow, that's amazing! That's freaking amazing! You know, it, it, it's just it's just phenomenal how something you know it's it's almost like a it's 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 a juggernaut right now. It's just growing and growing. You know, you have a lot of a lot of women on the side. Do you do, is there any like one that's like more particularly popular or gets more recognition than others? Or is there like one main person? Um, I think that the beauty part of Suicide Girls is that there's a girl for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, like, there's somebody that everybody can connect with and that everybody finds. Um, you know, you can find, uh, there's nearly 3,000 girls on the site um, who are official Suicide Girls and hundreds of thousands of hopefuls. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's, you know, there's somebody that you can connect with that, that, uh, that uh, you can bond with over comic books or um, video games or um, music or whatever your interest is. Oh, and um, and um, who and what are, what are your fans like? You know, I'm sure you must have an array of fans and because of the popularity. Like, how are they like? Um, most of the fans are really awesome. I mean, our community is, is really respectful. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, if you look on, like, Instagram or you know, Twitter or whatever, like, the trolls are everywhere. Like, you can't post a photo of, like, uh, you know, your breakfast without getting, like, <laughs> hate or comments. You know? like, um, but, uh, you know, on Suicide Girls, uh, it's it's a member commu- member-supported community, so um, the, the members are really, really uh, encouraging and supportive of the girls. I mean, the girls post nude photos of themselves, and... 99.99% of the comments are um, so supporting and and supportive and, and friendly and uh, interesting and thoughtful and and really just constructive, um, which I feel like is, is a rarity, you know, for anywhere on the internet. Um, but our community is, is really, really amazing in that sense. And also, they have the Blackheart Burlesque Tour. Can you give me, can you tell me about the tour, the, the burlesque tour? Yes, so we're putting on the Blackheart Burlesque Tour. It's a fully pop culture-themed burlesque show, so that means that 
each routine is something that we geek out about or nerd out about. Um, so movies, TV shows, comic books, uh, video games, etc. Um, and it's all set to modern music and has a kick-ass soundtrack. And uh, it's it's a really fun, sexy, silly show. <laughs> So basically, like it's it's a lot of it's like almost like comic booky, but then you know there's like sex appeal in it as well. Exactly. Yeah. There's okay. like you know there's numbers like that range from Adventure Time to uh, you know Adventure Time like set to the Black Keys. Ah. Um, okay. To uh, a Fifty Shades of Grey number set to that the Weekend song. So it's like you know there's. There's a range yeah. <laughs> of sexy and silly, and you know, there's a time for each. Yeah, yeah, and I know um, there's a lot of celebrities involved in you know the Suicide Girls. Could you name a few, and how did they reach out to you, or did you reach out to them? Um, you know, we've we've been really lucky to have a lot of interviews with a bunch of celebrities, and mm-hmm. you know, have uh have some fans like uh. The, uh, like, Dave Navarro shot a photo set for us a number of years ago, and, um, you know, he was, he was a friend of a friend, and, um, and so that's how that came about, and Mike Doty, the same thing, and, um, you know, then there's, uh, people, like, uh, we opened for Queens of the Stone Age last year, um, because we were on tour in Australia at the same time, in, in the same city, and we ended up hanging out, and, um, we ended up opening up for them. The burlesque tour opened for them um, mm-hmm. when they were in LA last Halloween, which was pretty amazing. You guys are also coming to New York as well, right? Yes, we will be in New York. We're going to be in New York and in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn? Oh, okay. And um, basically, you've been touring around the country and everything like that. Um, What is the best state you've been to so far? Oh, man. You can't choose best state. <laughs> or, or favorite. Favorite food, I guess, at the state, you know? You don't have to... Um, well, so far in Denver, we got, uh, burritos from our sponsor there, which was pretty awesome. No, you can't, can't say no to burritos. That's good. You can't say no to free burritos either. Yes. Five-figure discount always works. <laughs> That's true. Would you categorize, I guess, the Suicide Girls on site? Like, do you compare it to, like, a Playboy penthouse, or do you, you know, how people will say, oh, they're nude, it's pornography, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's, it's rated X, or whatever, NC-17 is, is the terminology. How do you consider it? Like, you know, if someone, like, let's say if a parent comes up to you and says, you know, what, what is this? Should my son be watching this? Like, what would you tell them? I consider it pinup. It's, uh, pin-up? Okay. artful nude photography, um. Okay. And you know the the new female form is the main is the most celebrated subject matter in all of art history. Mm-hmm. So you know, going to a uh, you know an art museum, you're going to see the same level of nudity that you see on Suicide Girls. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're they're beautiful um, nude images, um, and there's nothing like super lascivious about them or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it it is for people that are over eighteen, though. So. Yeah. Um, so I would, you know, caution the parents that it is for people over eighteen, but that you know, but I don't consider it pornography because it is, 
just artful nude photos. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Do you have any idea what you would be doing if you wasn't doing Suicide Girls? Oh, man. I mean, I... It's really hard to say because I, I imagine that I would be doing something in... In, like, a regular... Internet, yeah, in, in internet media, probably. Okay. But <laughs> at the same time, like, when I left... Uh, LA to go to Portland, like, my head was go in going back to school for photography, so I don't, it, it's hard to say, you know, where, where the world, where I, where in the world I would be if they hadn't started Suicide Girls. It's, it's, it's so huge. Are you guys are coming down for the Comic-Con in, um, October in New York? We're not coming to New York Comic-Con this year, which we're really sad about, um, but, uh, we, we, generally do try to, to make it out to, to New York, but not this year, sadly. Um, Just with the tour and everything, it's, it's a lot. Uh, um, how, do you, how many more, uh, how many more um, dates you have at the tour? Like, what is your last stop at the tour? Um, our last stop is in uh, San Diego on November 21st. And that's the last. And then I don't know. Everybody must be like, "Oh, thank God!" Or they're 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 enjoying every minute of it. I'm sure. Well, that's the last of the U.S. tour, and then we've got Santiago, Chile, in January, and a private show in uh, in where is that country? Uh, in Asia in January, and then the um, whole. Uh, Canadian tour in April <laughs> through May, yeah. so we still got a lot. And then in London in uh, in August in the UK in August, so there's a lot more coming up. Okay, and my final questions for um, for you, Missy, is what would the Missy of today tell the Missy of yesterday? <laughs> um. Uh, wow, that's a good question. Um, I guess, uh, you're going to make a lot of mistakes, it's okay, <laughs> learn from them, uh, just admit that, admit that you're wrong, move on, apologize, move on, and just learn from them, and, uh, and just enjoy the ride, it's gonna be an amazing ride, an amazing journey. Yeah, and you still have a long journey ahead. You have so much going on with you, and um, I just thank you for giving me the time, and um, I wish you all the best. Great, thank you so much. No, um, is there anything you want to promote? Any any um sites where fans could get a hold of you or get a hold of the the girls? Um, they should just uh, you know, come to come to Black Harp Burlesque, get a, get a ticket to the show when when we're in the town near them, and um, enjoy the sort of live experience of, of watching the girls and um, and enjoying the feedback of the audience. And then they can always uh, find us on Instagram or Periscope. Our Periscope is, like, is the most popular Periscope um, right now, so that's always a fun way to look into the girls' lives. Um, you know, we have girls from... Uh, all over the world that, that uh, broadcast their lives live from, on Periscope, which is pretty um, pretty fun to watch. Um, and, you know, of course, Instagram and Facebook and all of that. And then and then the site, suicidegirls.com, become a member. It's really an amazing community where you can meet. Um, you, you can also, you can find 
beautiful photos of, of uh, an eclectic mix of, of beautiful women, um, but you can also find uh, a community. Thank you so much, Missy. I appreciate the time, and I hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one.